Welcome to Bub Club, a horror movie podcast. On today's episode, we will be introducing a new segment, Poorly Described Movies, followed by our top three gateway horror. Today is episode 26, and we are your hosts. I'm Brandon. I'm Lindsay. I'm Melanie. And I'm Josh. (laughs) Hey, um... We are four perspectives, right? But we would like at Bub Club to have like a horror community. And that's why I always suggest that you email us. Now you can email us with your top three of the topic that we're choosing or something that we covered. Just your opinions. No judgment. Just send them our way. You could email us at bubclubpodcast at gmail.com. Include your name if you want it to be on the show. And we will have a segment where we let our fans talk about horror. I bring this up because we have an email. This is from Jonathan Ince. Jonathan says some really nice things about the show. We appreciate it, Jonathan. Thank you. Regarding the last week's episode, we talked about the Universal Monsters getting kind of a franchise. So he said that he would like to see Jordan Peele do the creature from the Black Lagoon and have Will Smith as the creature. I'd be down for that. Hell yeah. Absolutely, right? Yeah, I yeah. agree. That would be Creature of the Black Lagoon is my favorite one. I think that might be, for Jordan Peele, that might be the better choice out of him. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also says that as far as like the top three uh, found footage, which we did last week, um, he thinks that... What We Do in the Shadows is his favorite. He's seen the TV shows great, and he loves the movie as well. It's man after my own heart. Boo. No, I'm just kidding. He <laughs> says he hasn't been able to watch Wellington Paranormal, but he hopes it streams in the U.S. someday. Have you guys heard of that? I have I, not heard I've of it. I've never heard of it. No. Wellington Paranormal. Just now. I, hear, I heard of it just now. Ooh, this could be something new. I think Josh right. is looking it up, right? Yeah. But anyway, he says, thanks for making a great podcast. And that's Jonathan Entz. Thank you, Jonathan. And again, if you're a fan, want to hear your opinions, email us. All right. So we have some horror babble for you. Uh, The new Halloween Kills dropped a a teaser trailer. Did you guys see it? No, you described it to me and it sounded pretty cool. Yeah, all it is is you see the house on fire. That spoilers for the last one, but it's a direct sequel from the last one. Which Halloween did a lot. They always kind of picked up where they left off. Yeah, yeah, and I I love that they're doing that now. So the house is on fire. Jamie Lee Curtis and her granddaughter and, and daughter are riding in the back of a truck away from the house as fire trucks are going toward the truck. And she's like, Mm. yeah, towards the house. And she's screaming, like, let it burn. And that's that's all it is. But it's pretty cool, man. It'll be a cool opening to the the second movie. Or in in this kind of end trilogy. So I just actually stumbled across this. And I I was actually surprised that I didn't hear about it. But there's a new series on uh, Netflix called Juon Origins. Uh, you guys know that Juan is like the the grudge, right? It's like the same movies, like translated yeah. into the Americans' language. It was the grudge for some reason, but it actually does. I think, Juan mean gr- no? Grudge? It actually means the curse. But oh, okay. Uh, anyway, so what's really exciting about this is so <clears throat> it it actually isn't like including the movies as like it's not a sequel or a prequel or anything like that. It's more of a voiceover. So. What it's kind of insinuating is that there's the movies that exist, but they were like based off the real events that are happening in this series. Uh. So um, they say like the movies, you know, had a lot of jump scares and, um, and, and stuff like that, especially like the Western ones. But uh, Origins is free to kind of deviate from that. And it switches those out for more of a slow burn fear, which I am like I love. super excited for because I am not a fan of jump scares. Like they get me. And they scare me, yeah. but it doesn't mean that they like 
Well, they they, they startle you, right? They, they feel kind of right. cheap. There's a difference between right. being yeah. scared and being startled. And some well, it's really it's, easy to, to make somebody jump. Sure, I could do that on a daily basis, right. but to scare somebody right. that takes a lot more talent. And, and the movie Jew on White Ghost Black Ghost like did that for me. Like it had a lot of like that slow burn. There was not a lot of jump scenes. It was just like terrifying. So I'm kind of hoping that translates here. And Melanie, you're gonna love this because each episode contains at least one stomach turning scene. Yes. But but the fourth one in particular, it says will leave you retching. Yes, I loved you on if you don't know me already. So I, I am it. really excited for this. I honestly excited. might start watching it tonight. Melanie and I were gonna start watching it yesterday oh, she but was I over here stop yeah we said stop because this is one of those ones where we're like yeah. this needs full attention and maybe we watch it alone and get scared the shit out yeah. of i'm you gonna had, watch it you guys the have the kids running around yeah we had the kids yeah. running around we're like no, no no you can't give it the proper attention it deserves so so i really want to like watch us in a dark room alone and i'm I want, super excited I want shit getting scared out of me well and i can't i can't wait to see like like you know people are talking about these gut-wrenching scenes Yay. so i'm super excited about that cool so, I have an app on my phone. I was playing you guys in the car. Um, so, my kids, like, they watch YouTube, and then they're into these, like, ghost apps now. So, they have me, they had me download, a, what is it? It's like a radio that you can talk to the dead. It's like a spirit box. Is that the, that's what they call it. <laughs> is that what it's called? It picks up on so, the frequencies. Yeah, I'm going to play you guys some of this. Are we going to ask it questions? We're going to talk to the ghosts today. So you guys think of questions. Ooh, that's a good question. You can okay. Ask. Has anybody died in this studio? Oh, let's see. Let's see. I got to pull it up. So you guys got to give me a minute. Well, Josh, did you, did you look up that movie? Wellington Paranormal? Uh, yeah, it looks like it's a TV show. Um, I can pull it's, it up again. Uh, what's it, its origin? So it's... I don't know where where it's from. Looks like it's a New Zealand TV okay. show. Uh, it's got a lot of genres. It's like cro comedy, crime, fantasy, mm. horror, mystery. Is it anthology then? Uh, looks like it's about two detectives who investigate paranormal phenomena. Oh, so cool. sounds cool. Maybe if, just if a, anyone finds out a way to watch that, email the show. Yeah, yeah. that's bubclubpodcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's Are ask a ghost. Ready to ask right. a ghost? Here's the most annoying. Has anyone died in this room, ghost? You guys can hear that. Hello. Is it supposed to talk back? Yeah, it's supposed to like. If there's a spirit, it's supposed to have voices that will like pop up. So, like the ghost will talk through the phone, I guess, or like it has like it goes through radio stations and it will like choose a word, like hello, or you know, I've only had it like choose a word once with maybe this, with it's this. only it's mainly this sound. Did anyone die in this room? Has anyone died from anal hemorrhaging, <laughs> anal polyps? Any anal polyps, ass cancer in general. Anyone died from I'm ass getting, cancer? I'm getting really freaked out right now, guys. <laughs> Do you feel that? <laughs> oh, you guys, did it get colder in here? Oh no, we have no air conditioning in this room. It's hot. Right, I'm, gonna I'm gonna turn that off. So but that's I guess this it. house is clean. This it's house clean. is clean. The hair is standing up on my arms it is right clean. now. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. That's like you know. And there's another app where you can actually go around and like. It will like uh, it's like an infrared. You can see. You I think I think some of the point of the apps is they they hold off for a long time and the kind of listening that ticking probably scares you a little bit. Like oh it does. Yeah, yeah, they're just like you know for fun. When a I think if, yeah, if you were up. alone in the dark with that thing, I think about being like a teenager with that too. Yeah, and that, that would be that'd be super fun. Like friends at a sleepover. Like oh my god, you guys, let's do this. Sure. What's that app called? Oh, let's see. It is Hack Shack. Hack shack. Yeah. All I right. don't know the relevance uh, to I ghosts. I, oh. It's just like a spirit box type thing. Huh. Well, <laughs> I was actually going to mention <laughs> Sorry. Go Halloween as well, but also some other movies. These were all supposed to come out within six months from today, and they are not anymore because they're being delayed. And that is the sequel to Quiet Place. 
Ooh, I'm excited about that. The new yeah. Saw movie that was going to have Samuel excited. L. Jackson in it. No way. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> Candyman <laughs> remake. Oh. Uh, or not a remake, kind of a spiritual sequel yeah. is what it's being. Uh, I'm excited for that one. Does. And uh, the, they're making another Purge movie. which Purge Forever. Woo. Yeah, Purge yeah. Forever. And I'll still I, watch that crap too. I like the Purge movies. Yeah. Like, they're... They're dumb they're fun. Kind of like the same the Saw movies. Yeah. They're dumb yeah. fun. Yeah, right. the I, I same reason too. why you watch mm-hmm. the Saw. What was yeah. the catch, what was the catch line in the third one? Oh, uh, something blue Good cheese. Good night, blue yeah. cheese. Yeah. Good night, blue <laughs> cheese. <laughs> yeah. And the guy like supposedly came up with that line on his own, yeah. and they let him yeah. use it. Oh, good is God! The, is the guy from Forrest Gump? Bubba, yeah. it's oh, Bubba. Is it Bubba? Yeah, it's Bubba. Oh. Yeah. He's just like, I got, I got it, you guys. I use this at home with my kids. Blue cheese. <laughs> Good night, blue cheese. Oh, I get it. Blue cheese yeah. is gross. I actually I thought the guess. first Purge movie was actually like right. pretty good. Yeah, it was um, sure. First Saw was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, but yeah, the I don't know. Everything's just getting pushed back, and of course, which I just want some new horror movies. Yeah, you know? for sure. But it's interesting, you know, because they're still in. Um, like post right yeah so maybe they're sitting down and editing the crap out of them yeah, to like them you know really make them good and so you know i i uh, i saw some of those movies too and a lot of them like Candyman was slated for september and now it's slated for october yeah um you know I, i've always had this complaint where we have a lot of horror movies yeah. coming out in august and september but not october and, you know, October's the haunting season, you know, that's yeah. Halloween time. And I understand, like, kids are out of school, and a lot of horror movies are directed towards teens. Yeah. And so you're going to get more, more you know, butts and seats. But I would like to see more horror movies come out in October. Now, that would it, be fun. It might yeah. just be indigestion, but I do have a gut feeling that the movie's not coming out in October. Right, no. right. Yeah. <laughs> I... But I think Halloween yeah. Kills, isn't that slated for October 2021? Uh, now it is. Yeah. It was supposed to come out this year, I believe. Everything. Okay. Ugh, yeah. COVID. But at least we're getting October releases for horror movies. Yeah. Um, that's a downer, Josh. Thank you. Yeah. yeah thanks, thanks a lot, Josh. About that. Thanks no, bring your ghost chat back up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have a, not a downer one, but uh, one that makes me scratch my head. All right, so Michael Bay is going forward and making a pandemic horror film right now during the global pandemic. It's called Songbird. Um, Okay, so here's a synopsis for it. The pandemic thriller takes place two years in the future. The pandemic has gone away. Lockdowns have been rolled back and then reinstated, and it becomes even more serious as the virus mutates. So it sounds like it's not, yeah, it sounds like it's not just a pandemic horror movie, but this pandemic. (sighs) The weird part is, is I find myself, like, I'm usually like, I I hear Michael Bay is attached to it. I'm like, not for me. And that's nothing against Michael Bay. It's just, it's not for me. I would say for me, it's everything against Michael Bay. But you know, come at me, <laughs> come at me, Michael Bay. Actually, Bump don't. You're podcast a more... at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know, I, I don't I don't know. But for some reason, and maybe it's just because we're going through it, and it's the, in, the in, it interests me that they're making it during the pandemic. Yeah. So and they have to. I, I believe we were talking about this, Brandon. And they have to like adhere to like the pandemic kind of rules, like the they have to stay apart. They have to and, stay apart, and yeah. so it's like I'm interested in that aspect of it. Like, what does that look like? And that's yeah. the biggest reason why i'm interested in it and i i think it'll be easy to keep all the rules because it's a pandemic movie it's about right actually Lindsay was saying that that when we were talking about it i was was like well that that, they could write that into the script because those rules would be enforced two years down the road you know uh if anybody's gonna try to make money off of a horrible happening yeah it's michael bay michael, michael bay, bay i guess is it that's what i'm saying Come i wonder how me. many explosions i wonder how many explosions will be in yeah. Yeah, lots of explosions um just the, for no reason too the, now what's interesting is is people like you saw when this pandemic first hit like you know netflix has that top 10 like most popular movies and like contagion and uh outbreak was like showing up like people were into it it's weird like yeah. For me, I wanted to kind of uh, ignore Disappear. it to, besides like, you know, paying attention to the news because I think it's important. But I, yeah, I kind of want to disappear. And I, I'm also a board game player. I have a board game podcast called Cards and Cubes. Um, but like people were playing the board game Pandemic a lot too. 
I find it weird, but that's people do that. So I yeah. think I think it'll work. But for me, I I don't want to see. I don't want to watch something that's happening right now, especially yeah. something that's taking place two years later and something that's really actually scary that this virus could mutate and maybe we're watching a movie that could yeah. actually happen. I'm kind of good. Yeah. But I do. I am curious as you are for the same yeah. reasons. Yeah. The virus is going to mutate to make we're people explode. Dead. That's where all the explosions are going to Yeah, that's all I got. All right, so I'll take us out of here with uh, some horror movie fun facts. I haven't done this in a while. I actually got a horror movie fun fact book. I don't think it's called, they don't call it fun facts, just horror movie facts. I think they're fun. Okay, so I'm just going to throw, uh, I'm going to actually, I'm going to call this one simply firsts. The first ever zombie film was the 1928 film White Zombie. Voodoo zombies, right? Uh, yes. Voodoo zombies. Yeah, they were all pretty much voodoo zombies in, until Romero, yeah. right? Peeping Tom, 1960, is said to be the first slasher movie, but is also the first movie to put the audience in the killer's POV, which oh. is point of view. Oh. If you don't know that. I didn't. And the last one, Return of the Vampire, 1944, is the first movie to see a vampire and a werewolf fight. Ooh. Mm. Melanie and I just watched a Sharktopus versus oh, Whale Wolf. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was the first <laughs> movie to have a Sharktopus and a Whale, whale Wolf. Whale? Fight. There's a Whale There's Wolf? A whale, a whale Wolf. I thought you were saying Werewolf weird. <laughs> That's why. Uh, yeah. It's really it's a, a whale, whale wolf. wolf. Yeah. And he fights the Sharktopus. <laughs> he does. For oh, the, man. I, I don't we like, what would you I, guys I say, give that out of 10? Oh, I say we watched it, but we fast forwarded to just to see all the whale yeah. wolf and, and Sharktopus things. It sounds like you're saying werewolf funny. <laughs> I can't help it. Like, like, I can't say my R's. Like yeah. werewolf. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah. All right. Well, we will move on. And our new segment, Poorly Described Movies. I'll explain in a minute. All right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to play a little game. We're going to play a game. Um, this Soft. game is... Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Josh kind of did an example. So we're going to poorly describe a movie, and the other three are going to try to guess what movie it is. Also... We'll, we'll give a little bit of time for the audience to be able to participate in this. And here's another opportunity for you to reach out to us. You could do some for us, which we'll read. Yeah, we'll try to guess. Yeah. All right. I'm going to keep score. I'm going to keep score here. All right. So I'm going to write down your guys' names. Okay. Your name is Lindsay. My name is Lindsay. What's my Mel, name? Mel, Josh. I'm just going to write me for me. All right. We'll go around. How about... Uh, but I'll start first. Don't look at my list. I have, I have, okay. my, I have the, the movies written on it. All right. Here it is. Movie theater employees, talking zombies, a badass female lead. I know this one. Oh, it's like the meteor. Night uh, of the Comet. Oh, man. It is Night of the, oh, we should have like a ding, ding, ding. Uh, or ding, 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 ding. Noise. Josh, could you do a no noise? Ding ding ding. ding ding ding! There you go. Thank you. I won. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. So Lindsay got one point. I'd say Melanie got half a point. Let's yeah, because Melanie knew it. She knew she just didn't know the name. <laughs> she almost got it first. Yeah, I don't even think I've seen that one. Oh, you got to. Oh, see you got to see it, man. It's Super really fun, fun movie. Okay, here's mine. All alone, running fast. Now I'm the monster. Uh, American werewolf and. No. No. All alone. All running alone. Fast. Running fast. Now I'm a Army monster. Army of Darkness? Let me put it this way. Pushed to become the monster. Are you talking about 28 Days Later? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. That's one for me. Ha! Okay, Melanie. Ha! Long hair. Staircase. Ghosts. Uh, oh, is it? Is it Exorcist? No, no, no. It's... No. Is it... I just I just focused on the is stairs Is it the original Juwon? No, but it's one of those. It's the one where like the the lady walks down the staircase all creepy. Oh, exorcist! <laughs> <laughs> and it has a cat boy. Really it has a cat one? boy in it. Yeah, it has a cat boy. In the it. Grudge. 
There you go. Ding, ding, That's ding. That's what I said. That's what you I said, said the original Juwan. Juwan. It was just the grudge. It's the same thing. No, you needed to say the grudge. <laughs> That's a point for me. What? Half a point. Uh, half a point for me. Half Lindsay. a point for me and half a point for you. You need to say the grudge. It's the grudge. That's a full point for me. Okay. half Because it was me. the American version. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Here's you didn't do mine. it in an American accent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a musician. I think he's specifically a DJ. Doesn't actually know Elton John. Oh, uh, come to daddy. No, yeah. oh, <laughs> damn it. Oh, I suck. I don't even have one point. <laughs> Didn't let the audience uh, participate no. in that one. But I saw, I saw Lindsay's gears turning, and I had. I was to, about to say. I'm it. too competitive with my wife. <laughs> all right, all right. This one might be easy if you're a super fan, which I don't know if you guys are. I am, but okay, okay, it might be okay, easy. Okay. okay. How did he learn how to drive when he's been locked up since he was a kid? No one notices masked stalkers in this town. Disappearing act at the end. Oh, I have no idea. Is it a Halloween movie? It's got to be a Halloween movie, right? Uh, the new Halloween with, with White Rob Zombie's new Halloween? No. Is it an 80s film? No. Is it new film? No. Is it a remake? No. God damn it. I have no idea. It's just Halloween. It's the original Halloween. Oh, oh, it's the first one. <laughs> yeah, because he when he escapes from. Can I get a half uh, a point? Yeah, he's like, Can I get a half a point for that you too? Said, yeah, yeah, I guess one of the Halloween. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> when he escapes from the insane asylum, he just drives a car off. Yeah, and drives into town, and then he's walking around town with a mask on, and nobody notices except for Jamie Lee Curtis's character, and then he disappears at the end. That's like famous, right? Yeah. So I think Melanie's going to get this a point here. Okay, please. Okay, ready? <laughs> Ghostly sexual assault to the beat of the music. Entity. There's like an actual like sexual assault scene and it looks yeah. like it's like to the beat of the, it's it just terrible. It looks like mm. a dance. Almost. I hated that movie so yeah. much. Bom. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> My turn. Okay, 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 guys. You ready? Yeah. Yeah, let's hear Tons it. of boobies, party, blood. Oh, that's like every 80s movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said poorly described. That's true. Tons of boobies and a party. Carrie? No, there's not tons there's of no boobies. There's no boobies and Carrie. There's, that, there's sad boobies, and we don't count those yeah. as boobies, right? Isn't yeah. there like a giant shower scene at the beginning of the movie? This should be easy, because yeah, Brandon, you do like this film. I'll give you this. Is, you oh, okay, this so it's film. not The Love Witch, which I was thinking. <laughs> no, no, you <laughs> like this film a lot, Zs. <sighs> tons of boobies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's tons, tons of boobies in the beginning of it. But tons of boobies. And then party and blood. Think about it, Brandon. You really like this? Uh, is it Hostel 2? But you're close. Hostel 1? Yes. Oh, I don't like Hostel, the first one, very much. I you like know? it. I, I like it. it. No, I like the I second like the one. I like the first one. Brandon likes the second oh, one. Oh, I yeah. should have given that to you. You should have given that hint to I me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A corporation risks the lives of all their employees <gasps> to save a parasite. Oh. Uh, Oh. Alien. Yep. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Man, who, who Brandon won? killed it. Did he get did he get all the points? Yeah. He I cheated. Won. I, I mean, won. he was a scorekeeper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> real. Um, so that's 1.5 for Melanie. Zero for Josh. Sorry, Josh. Aww. Two for womp, Lindsay. Womp. Five for me. We actually knew that Josh would be... I had a handicap in this because he hasn't been watching. <laughs> he hasn't watched the movies as long as we have. Yeah. So we felt bad, but we were like, let's do it anyway. Yeah. I had fun making the. Yeah. I wonder if audiences at home got all of them. Tell us if you got all, all of eight. Them. All eight would be a perfect score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this, I think this segment works. I think we'll continue to do it yeah. again. Give us yours and uh, we'll probably make it a little bit longer. Sure. Two each doesn't, uh, doesn't feel long enough. Sure. So we'll move on to our top three gateway horror. All right. What do we mean by gateway horror? I'll tell you. There's a couple of ways you could go with this. One, I'm sure you've had that buddy 
or that person you know or that family member as an adult saying, I don't like horror movies. They don't do it for me. Maybe they think of all the tropey horror movies or the PG-13 big box office release horror movies. So it could be either to get them particularly into horror movies or to start children on this journey to these imaginative films that we call horror movies. I kind of lean more towards getting kids into it because it's been on my mind. We have a two-year-old. Yep. She's been watching some stuff lately that I'm like, ooh, that, she's gonna, she might like horror if if she's watching this. Yeah. I'm doing that because I have kids too as well, so. Yeah. Josh, I think, leaned towards the adults, getting adults into horror, right? Yeah. I thought that I leaned towards the adults, but looking over my list, I'm like, no, this is all for kids for sure. So, mine's all for cheatings. All right. So, we'll get into it. So, my number three is directed by Joe Dante, writer by Chris Columbus. Not the not the bad guy, just the writer. Yeah, yeah, he did Halloween. <laughs> I mean, no, not Halloween. Home Alone. And, uh... <laughs> It's Gremlins. It's 1984 Gremlins, the very first Gremlins. Uh, I remember when watching this as a kid, actually, and not ever really being scared by it, but just kind of loving it. Like, it felt very fun and whimsical. But, like, when I went back as an adult and watched it, I'm like, oh, there's, like... There's creepy parts. There's really creepy parts in it. And I think my favorite part about what Gremlins is, it's actually, like, a Christmas movie in my head. It's a Christmas horror movie. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So you could watch it it with your kids around Christmas time if you just kind of want to, like... Because we're very much into, like, we watch holiday movies when the holidays are happening, you know? Yep. Yep. And um, maybe not Thanksgiving. I don't know that there's a Thanksgiving movie I could think about. (laughs) Oh, my God. We should try to do that, though. Yeah, there's Thanks thanks Killing. (laughs) Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, it's it's fun. it's kind of like if you liked Baby Yoda, like you should see where it started, which is definitely a gizmo, and uh, like gizmo and Baby Yoda look almost exactly I the know. same. Yeah, I had yeah. A, I had a, a plush uh, gizmo as a kid, loved yeah. it, man. Oh, man. and I just like every little kid. I think that's why it would like draw the kids in because every little kid wants a gizmo. Oh hell yeah! And they're so cute. And then why it's okay for adults is like you get that other side of it where like. Oh, what happens when you don't take care of Gizmo? When it's almost like a life lesson for kids. Like you take, you're going to take on a pet for, gotta take you got to gotta have responsibilities. <laughs> and I just love the gremlins. Like they're also like the character and there's all, like, there's a different gremlin. And I love gremlins too. Gremlins too is like a little more like a uh, cartoony almost. Mm-hmm. And the gremlins get even more like uh, personalities. And there's like, um, I don't know. It's, it's fun though. And, and I think it's, I think it's great for kids. I don't think it's too over the top. I think it scares them just the right amount, probably. Yeah, and to, to let them know that it's fun to get scared, right? And if, yeah, and if you're not like really into horror movies, it doesn't necessarily feel like too horror-y. Like, uh, no, no. There's there's a little bit of a love story happening yeah, in it. Yeah. And there's the the dad is awesome. He's like trying to he he's uh, he's trying to make all these inventions. Yeah. That aren't really very good, and he's yeah. he's on the road trying to sell these inventions. And, and then he comes across that uh, that old market that right. that sells him his, his and he's like, oh, I'm gonna get Mogwai. this for my son. I think yeah. that's one of my favorite parts. I don't know why as a show as a kid is watching the inventions that he. Of course, oh, it's super fun. Well, yeah. that's that's why it's such a great gateway film is because like there's so much more to it. There's like a lot of like other aspects that a, a kid movie would have and that they would really enjoy. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's like oh, like I liked that amount of scary. Maybe I can move on to the next. So that's why Gremlins is my number three. Yeah, you know, you just gave me a, um, an idea for a top three uh, holiday horror movies that don't take place on Christmas or Halloween. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be, great. Great. That'd be might, a hard one. Might be tough, <laughs> yeah. but like, like they they exist. Yeah. Sure. Like New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah we tried it. Day and horror. Fourth of July. We tried it in our horror club. Is, yeah. Is trying to get like every type of holiday movie. Easter would be hard. I can't think oh, right off the yeah. top of my head. There's got to be like a one. killer Easter bunny movie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember one somewhere. But. Hey. So my number three is a show I used to love to watch as a kid. I think I used to watch it when I was like around five. It's Troll. So movie. Um, it's a movie. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, okay, I just don't want to. I don't want to confuse our audience members, our non-Utah Sorry. audience members. Yeah. Well, my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's um, it's about a troll who is a wizard. And he plans to take over <laughs> he his is a apartment. He's a troll wizard. Building. I never thought about that. Yes, That's super it's funny. A troll wizard. 
And it used to scare me. Is the funny thing is like as a kid, I used to like hide my feet like up in the bed because I thought he was going to stick me with that ring he had and turn me into a tree. Well, Melanie couldn't go in the garage either because we would mess yeah. with her and like bounce the. But there was like the scene where the bouncy ball like bounces down the stairs. Yeah, and that's yeah. the scene that scared me as a kid. Well, we would do that to Melanie. It, it would just it terrify so her. <laughs> it would terrify yeah. her. Like, and I don't know. Like, like going back and watching this show as an adult, I was like, why the hell it's did this super, show scare me? It's super me? lightweight. Yeah. It's so lightweight, but, and it's like. There's like a very big fantasy element to it. There is the troll it wizard. Is. And it's then like, like Harry there's Pottery elves, there's type elves stuff. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's very friendly. But it Julia didn't Louise seem friendly when I was it. a kid. It seemed very like scary. Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, she is. She is almost unrecognizable. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Also, the main kid's name is Harry Potter. Oh, I wonder it if is. it's like connected then. I wonder if it's meant to be super. Well, it's obviously meant to be super whimsical like that. But No, no, yeah. no. This I, was that made came before, out before Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if Harry Potter stole it from that. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Maybe she watched maybe. Troll and was like, "I'm gonna write some Harry Potter books." <laughs> no, I think I it, really like that name. <laughs> I think it kind of stole off of Harry Potter. I no, think. it didn't. Did it, it came not? out before. No, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought because I don't know. Yeah. So now that if you know stole. that question, if you know she the answer stole. to that question, no. Um, yeah, it used to scare the crap out of me. And going back and watching it is it was it was not a scary. It's show definitely whatsoever. gateway. It's, it's gateway. gateway. Oh yeah. So and 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 it just reminds me of my childhood. So that's why the troll is my number one or number three. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would. Uh, my number three. Wait, have you seen Troll, Josh? No. Uh, yeah, I have. We watched it for Bub Club. Oh yeah, I love this song. I just got. I just had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta like get to that point. Richard Ban. Tampons. <laughs> yeah, they're like chanting some weird stuff. I remember we would we were like making jokes with what they were chanting. <laughs> I can't listen to that and not hear tampons. <laughs> it was a good movie, good soundtrack. It's it's pretty fun. Like I remember like we all enjoyed we it had a pretty really much good time watching like it. it was fun yeah. to watch with a group i don't know if i could sit down and watch it by myself i have with but, yeah. but, but i but i grew up watching it so it's yeah. a little different yeah. but yeah super fun um so my number three is definitely one i want to show a kid to get them into horror movies but maybe if you're wanting to branch out into more serious uh Movies without happy endings or or that sort of thing. Uh, American Psycho might be for you. I showed my kids that. I'm just <laughs> <out of> there. <laughs> I showed my two year old that. Yeah, they they read the book. <laughs> so this uh, came out in the year 2000. Um, it's pretty popular, so you've probably heard of it. Directed by Mary Heron. It's about a sociopathic uh, Wall Street like investment banker dude who's also a serial killer. Right. It's a satire, and there's definitely a lot of like commentary on what living that kind of lifestyle can lead to, but there's definitely some very brutal, unforgiving killings. There's true. Um, just Has some really dark comedy in it, Christian too. Christian Bale does such a good job in this role. Like yeah. He really like, uh, he like convinces me that he's like that type of dude, too. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a great example to try to get adults into horror movies, I yeah. think. Because I feel like there is a movie there besides the horror. Yeah. Definitely. And it's interesting to see these, like, what might be beneath the skin of a Wall Street like, and guru. It's got an amazing twist ending that just kind of blows your mind. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it's it's certainly worth a watch. And, yeah, I, I think... I think it could be like a gateway for adults. I think so, but yeah, it is, definitely. It is a little hardcore. I wouldn't. I don't think I would show this one to a child. Nah. No, no, yeah. not that type of gateway. Yeah, Adult very, gateway. very convincing performances from all the actors. Again, some very dark comedy, like Brandon said. Like the the scene where they're all comparing business cards is like yeah. one of oh, yeah. my favorites. That that is, dude, just the it's just I'll, a classic. I'll never, it's one of those ones I always like the movies that make me look at a song never the same again and that, oh, that Huey yeah. Lewis in the news song. <laughs> oh, do you shit. like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> yeah, and his, his whole rant. speech. His yeah. whole rant on them. It's just, oh it's like dark and funny and, oh, yeah. but it, like you almost feel bad for like laughing in the same, cause like, uh, oh, it's, it's really it's good. It's a disturbing scene. And if you like the movie, try to read the book because Yeah, the book is amazing. It's, it's, a little more hardcore than the movie. It's a little more descriptive in some of the scenes, but it's a, a beautiful book. Yeah. So that is why American Psycho is is my number three. 
All right. My number three is a pretty unknown movie to most people. 1993, Freaked. Freaked is directed by Alex Winter. Bill. He, yeah, Bill from Bill and Ted. He mm. also had a show. I can't remember what it was. I think on MTV. In a very kooky show. And it actually, this movie has some tribute to that that show as well. Lindsay will look it up. But anyway, uh, the character works for a company uh, that uses some toxic substance in their products. And, and, and he... He gets some on him and like half of him turns into like this monstrous looking thing. And he basically joins these like freaks. Like it's almost like a modern day freaks. You know, the very old movie freaks. A lot of really weird comedy in it. And a lot of like monster-esque type things. There's like these two giant eyeballs that are just like eyeballs and hands and feet walking around. You also see a Keanu Reeves uh, cameo in it. But you won't recognize him because he plays the dog boy. Yeah. But super fun movie, man. It's like, so fun. I remember watching this when I was a kid and loving it. Not seeing it for a long time was really hard to find, but I finally picked it up at like an FYE and, and, and showed Lindsay, and we were just like, this is great. Like, this still holds up, and it's like really funny. I really like Alex Winter a lot. I like his acting. I like yep. his directing. Oh, um, for horror fans, he's the little vampire in, in Lost Boys. Right. He's got the curly blonde hair, you know. Uh yeah, awesome movie. What what is that show called? It's called The Idiot Box. It only yeah, it only had box. six episodes, but it was oh. an American sketch comedy television series. Yeah, I would check that out too. It's not really horror, but it's like super fun. But uh, this is a movie that could be absolutely introduced to kids. I mean, it's got some potty humor in it. So if you're super strict parent, like I would have a viewing of it first. But um, I think it's really fun, and I think it could get kids introduced to like the monsters and sure. and the makeup and the special effects and such the uh, special effects in it are amazing yeah and that's why it's my number three freaked my number two is a 1988 film directed by tim burton called beetlejuice yeah yeah i love the show i loved <laughs> i can't remember how many times i watched this as a kid and you know we we watched horror movies as a kid so i don't even think i would have considered this a horror no, movie it was no. just fun for me but if i didn't watch horror movies as a kid that would be, i think this would definitely be an, an like a gateway into that world because there's all kinds of monsters there's ghosts there's mm. death there's the beetlejuice uh, like there's so much to this and it's a f i will still watch this movie today and enjoy it and i know they're, yeah, they're talking film. about a remake with actually michael a sequel keaton. i think oh, a sequel that'd be fun. Uh, with michael keaton actually playing coming back to play beetlejuice and i can't imagine a better beetlejuice to no be honest. it has like, to be no way it no almost way. has to be him yeah. yeah but it's just it's just really fun it starts out like a couple gets married and they die, I think, like on the way to their new house or coming back and forth from there. Uh, no, no, no. Going down to the local harbor store. Right. That they own. Right. Coming back, they uh, go over a bridge. And uh, so now they're kind of like stuck in this house and there's all these new rules and there's like a handbook of the dead and they have to follow all the rules and they don't really, they don't really want to. They're having time, especially when a new family moves in. And here's where you uh, see, um, oh, what's her name? Oh, Jesus. Uh, the girl. Uh Winona Ryder? Thank you. Jeez. What, this, this is where you see, like, Winona Ryder, like, really come into, like, she plays that perfect, like, kind of spooky, disturbed yeah, girl. she does. You know, and it, and it works really well, and she kind of befriends the ghosts, and uh, it's just fun, and it's, I don't, have you seen it, Josh? Oh, no, man, you gotta watch, you have to watch it. It's, it's got uh, Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin in it. It's a, and it's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... This one, I would absolutely say children could watch. There's maybe like a couple potty humor jokes. Like, I remember, I think there's like one swear word I can think of, uh, Beetlejuice says, and I think I remember laughing because he grabs his crotch once and like goes honk honk or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, it's PG, it's if super. not P, maybe PG-13. PG-13 maybe. Yeah, so definitely good one for the kids. Definitely a good way for like gateway horror, like horror. Yeah, it is PG, by the way. Um, so yeah, that's why Beetlejuice is my number two. Okay, my number two is Paranorman. Sorry, Melanie. Oh. Oh, yeah. You gotta love this song. Hey, another another movie that makes you never look at the song the same way yeah. again. Right. Yeah. There's a theme here going with me. <laughs> yeah. This this dinner table scene is like my one it's of my favorite scenes. In a movie, period. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's an amazing... Oh, you ha If you'd watch it, just watch it for that dinner table scene. It's worth yeah. it. It's so fun. <laughs> 
Okay, so my number two is Paranorman. It's directed by Chris Butler and Sam Fell. Um, I love the show. It's about a little boy who can speak to the dead. Uh, it's a cartoon movie. I like this movie. Love this movie, Animated Brandon. Movie. Yeah, Animated no, I like it too. Movie. Yeah, yeah. And, I, um, I, I didn't. I when I had when I watched this movie, I didn't have kids, and I, I very yeah, much still enjoyed it. Adults and kids, I think, can watch it. It's very fun. I love the little boy. Um, his family kind of doesn't understand him because he can speak to the dead. And he's sort of an outcast, and yeah, it, nobody believes him. I need to yeah. watch this again because it's and, like slipped my mind. Yeah, they they yeah. and it turns into kind of an adventure movie too. Yeah. They get together with a, like a pack of friends and they go out to try to solve this yeah, mystery and fix like friends these along the way bad ghosts coming out there's like yeah bad ghosts in his town well she's a little well i guess i can't give away the ending for those of you who haven't seen it but it's a really cute show and i think it's a good gateway horror for kids because again it's cartoony it's not going to scare them too much but it's going to introduce them into that like horror element yeah i for think sure. i saw that one in theaters yeah. when it came out when i was like 14 15 yeah. so it's like my little brother and the rest of my family and and is that why you like horror movies now yeah, yeah. the yep, only reason is a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but i i thought it was pretty funny and yeah at, it's at really parts cute and yeah good show. good movie for kids spooky fun family yeah spooky fun so yeah that's why paranorman is my number three two two, two. two. you get this wrong all day all righty my number two is the hunt and I believe we spotlighted this in an earlier yeah. episode. So I guess I don't need to go too deep into plot details. But if you haven't heard that episode, quick summary. Twelve uh, strangers, and I, I think they're all like very right-wing people. Um, they wake up in the middle of nowhere and liberal elite kind of uh, hunt them down. It's kind so of funny. The world's most dangerous game-esque yeah. type thing. Uh, I would say it's similar to the purge on violence level. Maybe it's a little more gory Maybe than a little it. More, yeah. Uh, but there's no real like horror moments. That I'm, it's true. Like super afraid of. It's but, more. It's more of like a thriller in an aspect. Of yeah. Thing. Yeah. Because of the thriller, because of the like intense moments. I think if someone would like this movie, they might be interested in a couple Plus more. Plus it doesn't take events. itself seriously. So no. it's, yeah. it's, it, doesn't yeah. feel, it doesn't feel super real. So you don't, yeah. you're not like so invested yeah. to where it's going to disturb you that bad. It's not going to scare you or disturb you. It's funny. It yeah. knows exactly funny. what kind of movie it is and it just right. goes, yeah. goes for and it. And it does it so well. I, I and feel you're, like yeah, it, you're laughing at these horrible parts in yeah. it because of how whimsical they kind of make the death yeah. scenes. Yeah. And it does a pretty good job, I think, of uh, making fun of both sides of yeah, the political yeah, yeah, spectrum sure. without ragging on one too much yep. but if you are easily offended on either side you probably aren't going to enjoy this movie and you love you gotta love like horror fans don't get offended yeah i right? love following like it doesn't sound like you'd be able to find like there's these like right-wing people who've done some pretty terrible things and that's why they're kind of being hunted there's almost like justification and why they're being hunted but the main character you're following around like you kind of figure out like why you are able to side with her and stuff and it, and it's and yeah i won't give that away i don't know if we yeah. get in the last show but um but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a super super it's fun. A great show. It's got fun, that that fun, fun. one actor in it that was in um, American History X and Mall Rats. Oh yeah, he yeah. lost all the weight. Yeah, he was huge. He didn't just lose weight. He got really? buff. Yeah. yeah, he got super buff. What's his name? It's also uh, got Glenn Howerton. Yeah, from, which uh, feel it's always sunny. sunny, and he is he's, he's a so great good. character yeah. in this movie. He's so good in it, man. So, who's who's Glenn Howerton? Guy. That's who Brandon's looking for. Oh, um, yeah. Ethan Surpley. Yeah. Uh, Supley. 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 So he used to be big, huh? Oh, huge. Oh, he was huge. Humongous. Huge. And he like... Probably like 400 pounds or so. Lifestyle change, man. And now he's just like super buff. I didn't recognize him, but I, but his voice in the hunt sounded really familiar to me. And I was like, who is that guy? And I, I looked him up. I was like, no way. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. So, yeah, it's a fun, violent movie. It's an hour and a half, so you don't need to like invest a lot of time into it. And I just had a good time watching it, which is why it is my number two. All right, my number two, most people have seen, and if you haven't, you need to see it immediately. And that's uh, the original Ghostbusters, 1984 by yeah. Ivan Reitman. Uh, this, I would say, planted the seeds for me. I mean, I was only one when it came out, so obviously I didn't see it in the theater or anything, but I did see it when it uh, made it to home video. And I couldn't stop watching it. You know, those. This is one of those movies that you can just get obsessed with. I mean, 
people are still obsessed with Ghostbusters. Right. You it's know, pretty amazing. I have a friend, my friend Tony, back home. He dresses up as a Ghostbuster every Halloween. You know, and he's got no shame in it, and he shouldn't because it's an amazing movie. Um, it's got ghosts. It's got humor. It's it's got, got Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd helped write it too. Um. Also, I just want to like plug really quick. Josh Gad has this great show called Reunited Apart, and he takes like some of these popular older franchises and brings all of the cast together via Zoom. And the Ghostbusters one was my favorite. Oh, so if you're a out. huge Ghostbusters fan, you need to check out Reunited Apart, and it's uh, fantastic. A lot of surprises in the show, but I would say that Ghostbusters, like for me was huge into getting me into horror. And I was actually really afraid of the beginning part in the library with the ghosts. That yeah, tells him it's actually pretty scary. It never scared and me. And then but. says, get her. And then she, <laughs> and they come running out. It was great, man. Love it. And that's why it's my number two, Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? The original. Ghostbusters. All right, my number one was a 1989 film directed by Joe Dante again. I, yeah. I got another running theme. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, the Burbs with Tom Love Hanks. The Burbs. This is just, it's got, it's actually got really big horror elements. Like yeah, the does. horror aspect of this, it's basically, if you haven't seen it, which is crazy if you haven't, it's been out for a while. And it's actually, I feel like it's a pretty popular one, but this guy has new neighbors move in and there's just something wrong about them and something super creepy. And he kind of witnesses all these creepy events. And so he kind of, he's out of work. And so he's kind of like gets obsessed with this. Right. And he takes it upon himself to investigate what's going on. And he just keeps like, he goes back and forth. Like he, he's convinced and then he's not, and then he's convinced and then he's not. And, um, the people in it are really Creepy. What are the names of the, what's the last? The Cloplex. The Cloplex. Cloplex. Uh, Cloplex. Yeah. And man, they, they are super creepy and, and it is super disturbing. Like the events that go on, yeah. but you know what this movie has? And I think why it's good for kids. It's got these really funny moments. It's got, um, uh, it has almost cartoon moments in it too. It, it does. Uh, it's got Corey Feldman in it. Yeah. And his character's great. Yeah. And he's like, it's back when he was like in the prime of his kind of career where he was, yeah, doing is, really well and he, he like his character always worked really well always yeah. Donatello yeah yes <laughs> uh, so I don't know I think I think this is one you could easily watch with kids I'm not sure how interested the kids would be it's it's definitely more geared toward adults in the sense that it's a kind of a slower moving movie it maybe mm, doesn't would you call I wouldn't call it slow maybe not but almost every scene is interesting that's true it has some adult themes I guess but yeah. But I mean, I watched it as a kid over I, and over and I did over too. and over. I did too. And as an adult. So uh, maybe that's the wrong thing to say. Maybe kids would, would love this as much as I did. But I think so. Uh, the dream sequence that he has is really scary. That's true. That's true. Um, I have two proper nouns for you too. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom <laughs> That's true. Hanks. I mean, it's Tom Hanks. Hanks like he, he does so great in it. Yeah. And he... It, he's just fun to watch the whole time through and like you're you're never like not with his character like you even when he's kind of like ah maybe they're not it you're like oh shit maybe they're not it <laughs> maybe they're not like these murderous family but it's i don't know it's it's a great movie um i think you could watch it with the whole family it's actually is pg so your kids yeah. could probably totally watch it do you know what this is it's a bone it's a femur bone it's a femur bone <laughs> femur bone happens to be a human bone ah and it yeah. zooms in and out in and yeah, out in yeah. and out like that very so cartoonish scenes true. in it yeah. yeah so that is why the burbs is definitely my number one gateway horror yeah great movie all right my number one movie is scary stories to tell in the dark um director is andre i don't even want to or doll. <laughs> I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but I think this is a fun kids movie. My kids loved it. Um, and it had some really cool scenes, I think. Um, yeah. I, I don't remember this, actually. You what? Don't? We saw it in the theater. Oh, the new one? Yeah. yeah. And it, the spiders an come one. out of her cheek. And... Based on the books, based on the oh children's books. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm thinking of something else, like some Nickelodeon thing. Oh, no, no. What am I thinking of? Are you afraid of the dark? That's what I was thinking of. Oh, no. Of. This, yeah. is, this oh, is the book. No, this we used was to fun. Read. See, we loved, the, I used to love, well, we had a scary stories club, me and Lindsay. Yeah, and we would, we would read and it. And we had a song. Oh, and. Yeah. and <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? 
Um, yeah, we had a little song for it, and we we had it under our trampoline. Yeah. I believe it was just me and you. I was going to say, was the cl- the club just consist of you two? It yeah, was our neighbor. It was our neighbor too. It was okay. three, it was three of us. Um, this movie did it for me. I mean, yeah. there was there were some things I didn't really care for about it. Things but that could have been done better. It's forgivable for me. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the stories, like as a kid, it scared you. But if you read the stories now, they're not that scary. Some of them are. Harold is terrifying. Yeah, Harold Take out the pictures and it's not as scary. The pictures. Yeah, the pictures are the pictures what really help. scared yeah. me. Yeah. And yeah. man, the did they, they get those spot on in they the movie. Did the, I thought. the fat lady or whatever, yeah. that scene, that yeah. was spot on to the um, book. Um me tie Doty Me Walker. Me tie Walker was. Uh, and my kids loved it. The big toe, Lindsay. Yeah, love that takes place on Halloween. Yeah, gotta love that. And and my, I, you know, I want to get this for my kids because there's they still like have been asking to watch it. Like they still, it's a really good gateway horror. I, I think. think so too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And that is why Scary Stories is my number one. All right, my number one is uh, another adult. Gateway. Uh, I think everyone here has seen it. It's The Art of Self-Defense. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. It came out show. in 2019, and it is directed by Riley Stearns. Uh, it's about a guy that gets mugged, and uh, he enlists help from a local martial arts dojo. And he karate, right? I think it's to, just karate. Yeah, just yeah. karate. He wants to learn karate to be able to defend himself. Now, it starts out as a very dark comedy that yeah, just yeah, takes... Yeah, and almost a drama, too. Yeah, yeah, just a drama that takes this really horrific turn. It really does. an hour into the movie. And then from there on out, it's almost just like real-life horror. Yeah, it's, it's like true. one of the scariest yeah. situations I could imagine myself getting into i feel like it it uh it does the same thing that horror movies do which is take you on a roller coaster ride yeah Yeah. and then i feel like if you are trying to get an adult into horror and you show them this first they're gonna be like this wasn't horror you'd be like i know but but it's a step in the right direction now let me show you this yeah did you enjoy the ride yeah like let me take you on another let's watch hereditary (laughs) (laughs) no Lindsay. now you're ready for hereditary (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but this is a jesse eisenberg movie which he he plays the lead character Really good in he it. He does too. really yeah, good job. He did. Um, which he, I got to give him props for because most of the time he's kind of like bland, but yeah. it really works for for this. Uh, yeah, when you his really, character, he's very simp- simp- uh, sympathetic. Yeah, you know, you really feel for him. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You, do, you, do. you kind of want him to get better. You want him to like. Well, you're rooting for him the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. yeah. And it also, it definitely turns into a horror movie at the end. Oh, yeah. When I'm thinking, yeah, I'm does. thinking about the scenes <laughs> and I'm thinking about the kind of the twist at the end, what yeah. happens. And it just feels like a horror movie, really. <laughs> yeah, I love. And it has kar- the tone. The whole tone of the movie feels like. I love like the horror. karate move where you uh, you put your finger through someone's head, <laughs> oh, and yeah. figuring oh, out yeah. how to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just yeah. like a Sweet. wonderful payoff. I love um, uh, at the beginning of the movie, he's wimpy and he's learning French and he listens to like classical music. Yeah, and he's well, a little dog. Yeah, it starts out so fun. It starts out so. It's like really a beautiful movie because it starts out. He's learning French and then he happens to sit across. This uh, French couple who plays this game where they basically like ridicule people in their language, you know, so like they don't think anyone can hear, so they can like ridicule them when they're right next to him. Yeah. But he's picking up on all these like horrible things they're saying about him, and it just like really adds to like you really start empathizing with him immediately. Like this yeah. poor bastard, man. But you also see like he doesn't talk to him. He doesn't yeah. tell him, "Hey, I can hear what you're right. saying." He just kind of takes just- it takes it and leaves yeah, and yeah. Then, uh, he, he starts with no backbone and that's what he's looking to gain yeah. right yeah. yeah and it's funny all the way through oh it's definitely funny all the way yeah. through yeah so uh that's why it's my number one if you haven't seen this movie i highly recommend it it's the art of self-defense yeah great pick um so i would say my number one here um like ghostbusters planted a seed but this seed i felt like immediately started growing as far as like getting into horror movies and it's monster squad 1987. Wolfman's got nards. Fred Decker. <laughs> uh, this movie is universal horror, horror monsters. It's the universal monsters. It's got it's got like the creature. It's got Frankenstein. It's got Dracula, and it's got the Wolfman and, and the Mummy for kids. Yeah, and it's and the thing is, is it kind of flopped in the movie theater because they didn't know who to market it to. Because there, it was about a group of kids dealing with these monsters, but it also had some adult themes 
So it was kind of like right in the middle. Like, I think you could definitely watch this with your kid and absolutely be entertained. Both you guys can. It might be a little too scary sometimes, some scenes, for some of the younger kids. Because those Dracula's brides are freaky in it. Yeah. yeah. And they're, st- they're still creepy today. True. But it's such a fun movie. Now, keep in mind it's 80s, so some it's, it doesn't it follow. It's not super PC. It's not super PC. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> there's some there's some uh, some words in it that I it could have it could have done without. Um, but it's but it's also an innocent film. These are kids being kids, and they're horror fans. They have a monster club that they call Monster Squad, and they meet in their treehouse, and then the Monster Squad has to take on monsters. And it's pretty fantastic. And Frankenstein, they, a girl gets to befriend Frankenstein. Yeah. Is like, that's why I liked it as a kid. Is yeah, he doesn't like, throw her oh, into a lake. Doesn't kill her, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, apparently Fritz didn't beat the shit out of that Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's really, I think it's fun for kids. I, I, I think maybe it's a tiny it. bit scary, but it, it's kind of one of those things where it makes monsters seem fun and not super, super scary. Yeah. And I still watch this to this day and enjoy it. I would say yeah. make sure you know seven and up, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's probably yeah, that's good about age. right. Yeah, um, the kid, uh, the main kid in it, is wearing a, a shirt that says "Stephen King rules," right? And then I got that for Brandon. Lindsay for bought me this shirt because I was like, I oh. want that shirt. That's amazing. She bought it for me. To this day, nobody has gotten what it's from. They've yeah. always just mentioned like, "Yeah, Stephen King," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, Stephen King's cool." He rules, sure. But that's not what the shirt is but representing. It's a, it's a, but it's a twofer. It's yeah. a twofer, and you're not getting the fur part. Or the two part. The two, probably the two part. Um, okay, uh, I have some honorable mentions. I have some as well. So I have one. I, I wanted to mention, because I, I leaned towards the, the children's stuff. So I just wanted to mention a couple that uh, that I would personally show somebody that's like, I'm not into horror. And I'd be like, well, let's sit down and watch this. Get Out is one of them. Okay. Because I yeah, think it's yeah. just a well-crafted film true. Yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. has social commentary, which yeah. the good horror movies are going to have. And I could introduce that to them. Like, hey, look, the, the good horror movies are going to have a social commentary. Yeah. Under the skin, they're saying yeah. something. And Get Out is a very powerful one. Yeah, the sense of dread isn't like overwhelming it's there the whole time right yeah from yeah. the very you could take the horror part out and still craft a movie out of this yeah show. right it's right, still right. An awesome movie and my other one is hereditary now Lindsay joked about hereditary and it is terrifying as a gateway yeah for adults because no. i think that well. it's a drama yeah, it's a drama true. with like true. it's really true, scary but. it's really scary but i'm thinking now, the way I'm thinking with this one is not There's, adults saying they're too scared to watch horror movies. Yeah. That's not yeah, they typically just don't like them. Oh, they just yeah. don't like Okay, yeah. okay. They just I agree, don't I think agree. horror movies are good movies. Right, right. Yeah. So right. show them this is a great exactly. horror movie. Exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah. And in fact, that. when I've talked to peers and, and co-workers about horror movies and when they say I don't like horror movies and I go, have you seen Hereditary? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. Have you seen Get Out? Yeah, that's an awesome movie. Well, those are horror movies. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, well, if you consider those horror oh, movies, thought, some are good. I thought horror movies were like tits and screams. You yeah, know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like slashers. I think everyone thinks like slashers or ghost stories. Yeah. And that's not what only makes up horror. Uh, I... One of my honorable mentions, and this almost should have made my list, and I'm not sure actually why it didn't, but Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. I and thought somebody was going to have that. Yeah, yeah, and it's just, it's one of those ones that just like, it's a, it's again, it's like just fun. It's not yeah, like super scary. It's so fun. I yeah. don't think there's a moment in there where you could actually be scared no. for the most part. Yeah, maybe the beginning when he gets thrown in the pit with one maybe. of the deadites. Yeah, maybe that, maybe that. But That's even really then, creepy. it's like it's his, fun. his response to it kind of takes you out of the horror element because he's just he's like a so cartoon goofy. character. Yeah, he's yeah. always just. The manly man. Yeah. 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 yeah, Like the trope. He's making fun of almost manly men. And that's like what's great about Bruce Campbell's character. It's full of like repeatable lines. It's full of just fun. And the music is amazing. And no, that's perfect. Because uh, if you show somebody that and they're like, no, I like that. That was good. Then then you could say, well, let's watch Evil Dead 2. You could take him backwards. Right. And you like that. All right. Let's watch Evil Dead 1. Now it strips away most of the goofiness and just gives you a horror movie. True. You could go backwards with that. That's, That's a great one. 
I guess maybe my honorable mention would be Spirited Away, too. I don't oh, know. yeah. That's yeah. a great gateway. That's a good one. I still haven't yeah. seen that. Those oh, it's, it's I a love lot, it. A lot of those uh, Studio Ghibli movies have some sort of horror elements. They're like fantasy movies. Yeah, but yeah. Like, there's always a dark side of fantasy huh. that's kind of scary. That's true. Um, yeah, even Princess Mononoke yeah. has some elements of that. Um, which kind of leads me to, is that all your honorable mentions? Okay. My honorable mentions are, are more for kids as well. And, uh, I guess they're a little more fantasy, but, uh, the labyrinth. Yep. I was going to say that one too. Yeah. Yeah. The labyrinth is great. You get to see David Bowie's bulge. He doesn't want (laughs) to see that. Nobody told him he was in kind of a kid's movie there, right? (laughs) I think David Bowie and Tim Curry can't like hold back their sex appeal. Yeah. Brandon, we just showed this to our two-year-old daughter and Brandon was like obsessed with David's bulge the whole time. (laughs) I was like, this is for kids, man. (laughs) But as a kid, I never noticed that. No, no, no. No, that's a great one. Yeah. And, uh, Oh, when you said uh, never ending story. Oh yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. The wolf. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like and the and the and the nothing. The nothing is yeah. scary. Yeah. 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 So yeah. those two movies. Uh, those are great ones. I kids. saw never ending story all the time as a kid. I oh, think yeah, I watched like the labyrinth as a teen because I really liked David Bowie at the time. Uh-huh. But uh, I still really enjoyed you liked the his movie. Bulge, huh? <laughs> 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 I never, never I never looked at his bulge. <laughs> I never yeah, saw no, it. I didn't. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be weird. <laughs> uh, Those are great mentions. Now I want to go watch Never Any Story yeah. with my daughter. I just want to watch all these movies. All right. Well, that's our show. That's a short one. Thanks for tuning in. We'd like to thank Kirsten Adams for creating our logo. You could see more of her art on Instagram at Cat Coffee. That's K-A-T-C-O-F-F-E-E. Bob Club has been a production of Pod Cauldron. Pod, check out some other Pod Cauldron podcasts, including Cards and Cubes, show about board games you didn't grow up playing, and Rabble, 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 comedic look at current events. And we will see you in a couple weeks.